Welcome to Finance Tea. I'm your host and founder, Paris K. This podcast will be serving you financial tea with the works. Today's topic is shady credit. I'm joined by the credit doctor, Juan. His Instagram handle is at shady credit. Juan, can you just give us a brief intro? Hello, yes. Um, I'm, as Paris did say, I'm uh, Juan the credit doc, and I am the credit doctor. Um, I basically work with individuals to transform their lives through the power of their credit. Um, I've been through it all related to shady credit myself. I've been bankrupt three times. I've had three repos, evictions, you name it. I've basically had it to me, had it done to me, uh, so to speak, related to credit. So I'm basically out here showing individuals that no matter how bad their credit situation is, they can definitely bounce back from it. And I'm showing them how to do it. Exactly. And then you have these books that kind of give you like DIYs about how you can fix your (laughs) own credit yourself. Um, Yes. One is shady credit, the college years. And then the other one is how I fixed my shady credit as well. So did you want to jump into that and tell us with those books, like a brief intro about the books? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, That's actually, it's funny because that's how this journey all started with my first book, uh, How to Fix My Shady Credit. And it's just a quick book uh, related to what I did, the strategies I took to bounce back from, you know, my third bankruptcy. And it's just different tips and tricks and the mental state that I was in to kind of get there. Uh, So it's more or less a motivational piece uh, versus uh, shady credit to, to college years building and boosting your credit profile, that's going to be more or less, uh, it's a quick educational book. So I go into depth related to certain topics and things related to credit and uh, medical bills, just a lot of different information that, you know, they don't really share with teens or college graduates entering into adulthood. So I just thought that it would be a great idea to just have something in place that could just give them every tip that I wish I had. <laughs> exactly because everybody's credit situation is completely different so yes. you know what works for you may not work for me you know we may have mm-hmm. different credit reports so what I did to fix my credit may not be the same way that you fixed your credit and one thing that you mm-hmm. highlighted in your book was about piggybacking which is a method that I always well I don't call it piggybacking myself I just say add an authorized user to your uh, credit mm-hmm. card you know, when your kids are young, you know, when they're like 16, adding them to a credit card. So basically, just tell them what the benefits are of piggybacking off of someone's credit. Yes, basically, the, the benefits of piggybacking off of someone's credit, and that's a great question, it is um, have all of the history and the information to the, the person's account added onto your credit report. So say, for example, you're a person who knows someone that has an account that has like a $5,000 credit limit. You're able to add on as an authorized user and all of that history, all of the information related to the account gets added on to your credit report. So it's a great way for you to kind of jumpstart the establishment of history being added to your profile. Exactly. That's what I love about it because, you know, how I how I introduce it to my mom, you know, back in the day, I'm like, hey, mom, look, add me on your credit card. I don't need no card. You don't even have to tell me what it is. Just put me on it. 
Exactly. So, you know, the first time I went to her, asked her about it, she's like, no, I'm not adding you to no credit card. What are you talking about? You know, so then you get your parents with the, oh, well, if you don't add me to your credit, they're going to say that you have to be my co-signer for my car. And they like, oh, no, I see <laughs> what you're not going to do is add me as a co-signer. I so, like that tactic. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that parent. Exactly. So they don't want to be obligated to something that's too expensive. So, you know, just help me build my credit. That's it. That's all I'm asking you to do. So I really like the, you know, that piggybacking technique. It's like one of my go-to things. And I always like suggest that for, you know, people who are trying to like their kids going off to college or something like that. That's something they can do without even letting their kid know. Because nine times out of 10, when you go to college, Who's really pulling up their credit report before they enter college? Nobody. Exactly. No one. <laughs> Who has credit card exactly. on their phone going into college? I mean, these are things that at school they didn't teach us about. Mm-hmm. And that's what you mm-hmm. that's what you preached in this book as well about not getting the education coming up about credit and how credit could negatively affect you. It's just like planting a flower you know if you don't water it it don't grow <laughs> it ain't gonna grow it, exactly it won't and that's, that's the truth Paris you're so right exactly. and I think that parents just don't understand that even if you don't have and I preach that like you said I preach this all the time but parents just don't understand that even if you don't have you know a, a lot of money or trust to give your child when they turn 18 you can give them the gift of good credit yes. and that can take them so far in life exactly you and i both know that so yeah exactly purchasing a house purchasing a car it's so many Mm -hmm. the sky is the limit with good credit not to say that you know you should be living off of credit you know because the biggest thing is having credit and then using it to your disadvantage like you're not using it to your advantage but you're using it to your disadvantage so you putting yourself further ahead living beyond your means than you're supposed to Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things I take into consideration for, I know you said that you uh, filed a chapter seven and a chapter 13 as well. So what's the difference between the two of those? You said what now, I'm sorry? What's the difference between a chapter seven and a chapter 13? Oh yeah, well, I filed two sevens and a 13. So I like to call it the bankruptcy sandwich. What I like to call it. <laughs> but um, a seven is a, a clean slate. Um, basically, it's a wipeout, and it's over within about four months. And after that point, you can just really start to rebuild your life. Um, and those are going to be for people who just really can't afford to pay back any of their debt. Okay. okay. And then you have your 13. Now, 13 is the repayment plan. And what's happening and what we're finding, um, well, what I'm finding in my studying and my research is that people are being placed more into Chapter 13 these days because if you have even $100 left over a month to go towards discretionary funds, they can actually place you in a five-year repayment plan to pay back at least a portion of your debt.
but they both really do yield the same results because once the process is over, you can rebuild your life and kind of start your life over and within two years have a totally different, you know, profile for yourself. See, this is all surprising to me because, you know, once I read your book, I was like, oh, so it doesn't take that long as far as, you know, filing for bankruptcy and things of that nature. Because I, every time I think about, like, bankruptcy, I'm thinking about, like, Chapter 7. I'm like, oh, it takes seven years for that stuff to come off of your credit report? Like, no, why would somebody do that? So it's like, <laughs> you know, after I read it, I was like, oh, okay, so now it's a difference between Chapter 7 and Chapter 13. I mean, you see it all the time. I work in the financial industry, so I see where people have, like, Chapter 7s or Chapter 13s and, like, some institutions won't even allow you to get like a, uh, like additional accounts with them if you have like, no. a bankruptcy with them if it hasn't been discharged so you know uh-huh. just getting clarification on what a discharge was was a chapter seven and was a chapter 13 knowing those differences really could like make a difference between someone's decision about their credit and how their credit's going to be affected by these things. So just knowing that was put me in a good position, like, oh, okay, now I'm educated. Now I can educate other people about this as well. And that's always the beauty in everything is finding different routes for somebody else to take that may not be the route for you. And with Absolutely. the... And I've also had a consultation with you as well. So I want you to jump into some of the services that you offer. Because the consultation I had was very informative. Um, It explained to me basically about sending out that 609 letter. And sometimes you have the tools, but... I'm a procrastinator, like, I'm a complete procrastinator, so I love that you offer, like, the service of actually fixing a credit for people who just don't have the time, or they are procrastinators, just like myself, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, well, thank you, first of all, thank you so much for the, the um, you know, booking a conversation with me, I definitely appreciate it, and I'm glad that you found the information uh, informative and, you know, beneficial, but yeah, oh. It, I really offer a range of things, Paris. It really depends on what my client is looking for. Um, I have, you know, treatment plans that, you know, include full credit repair, um, where I actually go through, I can contest things on a credit report on your behalf. Um, I also offer coaching where I can kind of coach you through the process. I can show you different things uh, related to how to remove things from your credit. Um, I have clients where I actually speak with them and give them um, financial consulting as well. Because, I mean, let's face it, you work in the financial industry and you're fine, you give the finance fees, so you know they go hand in hand. Yes. I mean, you need them both. So um, I do offer that as well. I train. So I do train others, you know, related to how to fix their credit and how to repair credits for other people as well. Mm-hmm. And um, I also do offer like different advanced boosting strategies. So I have some different tricks up my sleeve <laughs> that I kind of use, you know, as far as like the trade lines and, you know, the, uh, the rental reporting and things like that that I can kind of really, uh, really, really, really boost a, a person's profile, you know, into the next level, next level status. So, yeah, those are the different uh things that I do offer as far as services are concerned, but the, the most thing that I really like about me versus everybody else is that I'm really about the, the mentality behind 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of my clients, they get, when they work with me, I can kind of be annoying because I will kind of make you address issues within that lead to the bad credit. Yes. You know, what? why? Why do you have the bad credit? Because the credit itself is just a number. But there's also going to always be an underlying reason. Are you uneducated? You know, do you like to shop? You know, do you not pay your bills on time? Okay, we're going to have to address that too because once you leave this treatment program, you're really going to be, I don't want you to come back. You know, I'm not looking for repeat customers out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. Take it and yeah. use that to your yes. advantage. Like, don't come Absolutely. back and be <laughs> repeating the yeah. same the same habits over and over again. Like, see, the thing about me is that I tell people because I'm in the financial industry, that could be a good and a bad thing. Like, I've worked at so many banks to credit unions that, the sky uh-huh. is the freaking limit for me. So, you know, I know the ins and outs of, you know, what they looking for and things like that, which could, you know, negatively hurt me because I know exactly what they looking for. So it's like, uh, you know, I could do this and uh-huh. get my credit, get this or whatever. So it's like, yeah. it's a catch 22 for me type of thing. And like, even when I'm talking to my friends, you know, I'm always telling them I'm preaching all the time, like, you know, Keep your credit in a good state. I tell my little cousins this all the time. Good for you. That's amazing. I love it. Oh. Yes, I try to be a mirror of what I want other people to, like, see. And that's why I got on, like, the financial journey as well as far as, like, with the credit report. And so when my friend Brian, shout out to Brian, (laughs) told me about you, I was like, oh, let me follow him. Like, he was like, yeah, I know how you were talking about. You want to fix that credit up? Yes, go. (laughs) Go find. Why? Why on shady credit? I'm like, okay, let me look at his handle. So he sent me to a page, and I was like, okay, yes, he be talking good stuff. Yes, okay, self products. Yes, these are all the things that you know people don't talk about because everybody makes it look it so black and white. And what I like most about you is that you were very transparent. You know, like people. I don't, I've never run into people who ever tell you about the, the bad that's really happened to them as far as, you know, evictions, chapter seven, chapter 13. It's like, you know, most people are not admitting to those types of things. So for me, it was relatable because yeah. nine times out of 10, you Thank know, in you. society, people are living paycheck to paycheck and, you know, they can't make those minimum payments. So just to find somebody that was transparent and letting people know, like, look, <laughs> I did all these things and I've overcome all these things. Now I'm riding around and I'm getting it, you know, so. Exactly. <laughs> so that's a really exactly. like inspiration. And I just Thank wanted you. to know like what type of things do you do to like cope through like repairing your credit? Because I know like sometimes for me, even like with budgeting, I tell people all the time I get anxiety when I look at my budget sometimes because I'm like, oh my God, like how did I get here? Why? <laughs> living above my means lord like bring me down bring me back to reality and put me back to my place so you know <laughs> you have to have ways to cope with these things so how do you cope with it when you get your like something you get your back against the wall or you get a denial in the, la- in the mail or something of that nature like that could be defeating <laughs> uh, a denial can be it can be defeating and i mean but you know what? Then it, it just means that it wasn't meant for you. Right. Um, but I think that, I think that for me, I would say just kind of being aware. 
and it's this is this is where the credit consciousness you know comes into play you know you got to really be aware of what it is that's going on with your report this is why it's important to look at your report and examine your report and so many people won't even take the time to really kind of look at it and examine it and analyze it you got to analyze your data this is your data you know you got to make sure it's right and i think that people don't look at it like that um and you really have the control over what's reporting or not yes these companies can report things but it has to be accurate so if there are things that are inaccurate on your reports you know you got to get that stuff taken off because if it's especially if it's things that are negatively impacting you um because if you're getting the denials in the mail, you know, if that's what's happening, then of course, a lot of times they'll tell you what the issue is and why you got the denial. And I know for me, um, probably one of the biggest things that has happened to me is that I have run into an issue where it's very hard for me to get traditional lending from a regular bank. So I, I can't, like, I know for, well, I haven't even tried it at this point because I don't need to, but say if I wanted to go into, like, a PNC and, like, try to get credit, I would get denied just simply because of bankruptcy, no matter how high the score is, how much access I had at the time. They just told me no simply because it's just, it's just what it is. And, of course, yes, it's discouraging, but you just have to find a, an alternative route. You have to find a plan B. Right. And there's many lenders out there that will work with you, you know, that will, you know what I'm saying, extend you credit and allow you to boost your credit profile and still build the credit access that you need. And that's exactly what I did. You know, I knew that I would not be able to start my business to obtain a true business loan because of my bankruptcy and things like that. So I found an alternate route to gain the access that I needed so that I could build up my credit access so that I could in turn start to create some wealth for myself because I wasn't born with wealth. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? I have to use my credit and, you know, my skills and my education. Well, I have to kind of re-educate myself because a lot of stuff that we're taught in college is not real life at all. <laughs> at, all. <laughs> at all. Okay, let me say that. Like, nothing will teach you like life. For real, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy because, like, none of that stuff, like, that they teach you is really, I mean, it's applicable because it makes you, it, it does rewire your method of thinking and you do think things in a, you know, more in depth. But as far as like surviving and like what it really takes to really be like an entrepreneur, you don't get that stuff right. in college. You know what I'm saying? So I, I guess those different things that, that, that was, that be my best advice is just find a plan B because there's always a plan B. There's always an alternative route to where you're trying to go. Exactly. You just got to see if as what's going on right now. And you got to see that, okay, I'm going to still do it. Whatever, even though they're telling me no, I'm still going to find a way. Or and I'm telling you, it works. It works. <laughs> or connect with people like yourself or, you know, join communities that are doing the same exact thing that you're doing because... Yeah. You know, that helps to motivate you as well because sometimes you know you're locked into that one box and not knowing which other options are out there because you've never run into this issue before you don't Absolutely. know <laughs> you don't know how to step outside your box you only know what you know <clears throat> and until you get <clears throat> educated it's not much more that you can do because you need to educate yourself on what the alternatives are what 
what's the next step what else can i do so you go to somebody that that's their expertise and that's where they find you at and they're like you know what i'm saying (laughs) hey mom help me out like i'm trying to get this credit together so i can purchase my house house. (laughs) exactly so you are true goals of what like what people need to be following and trying to get to especially thank you people need to know how to educate themselves on credit like for instance i was talking to my little cousin the other day and i was asking her do they teach y'all about credit in school and it was to my surprise that she was like yeah they do have like a little finance class and i was like what you know, i school? love it yes i was like school they need is to coming bring that up to columbus yes <laughs> Oh, wow, that's awesome. Exactly. I said, where was this at when I was in school? Because, Lord have mercy, if I had known half of these things, and, like, I tell people, like, my testimony to, like, working in the financial industry, I worked at one credit union. Everybody that worked there was females, but we were, like, sisters. And when I said they got me all the way together, like, that's when I got my first apartment (laughs) and things. And Uh I didn't know how to live for real. Like, I was taking my whole paycheck, paying my rent so by the time i would pay my rent i ain't have no money to pay my bills and they was like oh. <laughs> number one downfall right <laughs> mm-hmm. and my, they're like girlfriend no split that paycheck up and i was like when i was reading your book and you was talking about those bi-weekly payments i said oh my god why well, must know my sisters from the credit union <laughs> My mother taught me that. Was, I, my mother taught me that. She splits, she's been doing that since I was a kid. And it's work. And see, the yeah. funny part is, you know, like my mom, she's very financially savvy. Um, she's mm-hmm. very well off and everything. And mm-hmm. she has like all her wills and everything together. You know, my brother, he mm-hmm. has autism. So, you know, she has to have okay. a lot of things in place to make sure that he's taken care of in the event of her death but she's so financially savvy and i'm like you know why didn't i get all this financial (laughs) sense like (laughs) you know i mean she i guess as kids you don't really think about the bigger picture until you get older and things like that because my mom always pushed little books onto me about stocks and i'm like girl ain't nobody reading that book i'm not reading no book about no stocks girl no put that away or books about wow, credit your, and things your mother sounds amazing yes wow, that's so cool <laughs> wow and so now I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I would have listened. But who's going to admit to that today, parent? Like, I wish I would have listened to you back <laughs> then because I wouldn't have been in the situation I'm in now. So that's why I'm always pushing it to my family members about what you should and should not do. So I'm like, y'all better go and y'all better run and get Juan's book. I mean, because at the back of this book, it had Thank like you. sample letters in the back about what you need to do. And if you don't like reading, just set up a consultation. $25 didn't never hurt anybody or $50 or however much it costs. Set up your consultation. You. It should never cost. It, there shouldn't be a price on trying to get your credit together, you know? No, because it's, it, it's, I think, that, and that's the thing, is, and I, I hate to pull the race car here. I do, you know, but I do, but I, it's like, I can't help it, but it's like, it's that, you know, and it, credit effects. It impacts all people across all races. Don't get me wrong. It definitely does. Absolutely. But 
I'm sure that you you follow me. You see, like I'm I preach it because you know we as color we have the lowest credit scores in America. We're the only ones below 700, um, and it's because we just don't want it. I think that a lot of it is that we're not educated on it. We just feel like, oh, I've survived so long without it. I don't mm-hmm. need it. And you find you you find that you live your life by what it is now versus what it could be. Exactly. And the possibilities that you could have. You know, it's funny because I was talking to, you know, people from my old neighborhood. And I'm like, have you ever thought about moving, you know, out of this neighborhood to the suburbs? And it's just like, you know, they kind of stepped back and was like, I never really thought about that. Right. And it's just like, just keep further than we are. Oh, it's change their mentality yes especially in people like even in relationships you know we don't have those you know hardcore conversations about you know what's your credit what can i do to help you or assist you with your credit you know type of things like yes you know your household is your biggest empire those are the people who should be investing in you your family is your your biggest investment as well so you know whatever they can do to assist you along the journey let it be piggybacking off of their credit. That's something that don't cost them anything, you know? It didn't cost them anything exactly. to add you to their credit card. So exactly. just having these difficult conversations as fast as we have conversations about how much we hate our jobs <laughs> and things exactly. like that. <laughs> you know, we exactly. should be having these tough conversations about our credit and how to elevate our credit and how to get connected with individuals who can elevate our, our credit to the point that we want it to be. Because, you know, you can buy uh, rental properties. You can build that generational wealth that you need for your family when you are no longer here, you know, because exactly. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, your credit history is like your your fact sheet for the bank. That tells them everything yes. about you. You know, you don't get to go yes. in there and sell yourself. You can't go to the bank and say, you know what? Let me just tell them how much of a... Okay, so me and Wall was into a good conversation before we completely got cut off. Because, you know, my phone was on Do Not Disturb, and then a phone call came through. That's just team too much. But we're back. We're back into this conversation about people elevating their credit, having these conversations with your bae or your boo about how can we build our credit together? What can we do to strategize about building our credit? So for those couples, what you going to suggest for them, Juan? That is, you know what? I'm so glad you hit that. Oh, you know what? This is real finance tea for real. This is the tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious because this is amazing that you really do this. And, and, I freak, and I tell this to people so much. You should not, like, get married or anything like that. So that credit is right. You yes. know, do, and I think that credit is so important because people don't understand how you really can't, 
you can't go into a relationship and have it be successful if one person has bad credit. Because that one, that person's bad credit, it can really damage the relationship because everything will have to kind of go on the other person's thing. Yeah. And the other person's kind of limited. And then that could create resentment. You know, it could create issues within the relationship. Well, this is mine and this is in my name or even just, just certain internal feelings can develop as a result of, you know, the other party not having the good credit. So I think that one thing that's important, and a lot of times what I find is that one in a relationship, one person may have okay credit and the other person's just pretty bad. Mm-hmm. You, if the person that's, that has the good credit, you can use your credit to really kind of boost the other person right. up in your relationship. This is where the teamwork comes in. This is really what a relationship is about. Um, the piggyback method is one thing that I suggest very heavily amongst couples because you can kind of use each other to build each other up. You know what I'm saying? This is the ultimate, you know, teamwork. Um, so that way you can kind of double your odds of getting the approvals and things like that, especially if you're moving into a home, you know, if you're wanting it to, if you want, if you're that person who is a diva and just wants like an extravagant wedding, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can, you can get the, you know what I'm saying? Because let's be real. I mean, that, that's just the reality of the world we live in. People, yes. people want that, and people want to feel like you know that fairy tale for the day. So they may go out and want to spend an umpteenth amount of money for their wedding, you know, but they may not have the capital in their account. I mean, it may not be the most responsible thing, but it's an option. You know what I'm saying? For them to get the financing if the credit is right, you know, the homes, the cars, just there's so much that's in, in, entailed in credit in your relationship that you really do have to think about. And when you realize how much credit does play a part in your relationship and how you should always be kind of building each other up or paying attention. If one person is slacking, okay, work together, review the reports together. You know what I'm saying? Proofread each other's stuff. If it, it, if it, if it's not, you don't see any, you know, issues with it. This is where true teamwork comes in because you can truly build each other up. Um, I'm working with a, a married couple right now, and one of them has a, one credit card. And one of the things that I, am, you know, I have advised them to do is that each of them get one more credit card, mm-hmm. and then piggyback off of each other because now you have three good trade lines reporting on both of your credit reports. Now we can start kind of building you two together. You know what I'm saying? So, and you really shouldn't jump into a marriage I should say and, and and I know people may not agree but I don't think it's a good idea to get married to somebody if their credit ain't right I know before I got married I made sure that me and my spouse's credit was over 700 we, we were right mm-hmm. that was something that was very important to me because I didn't want to enter into this relationship with all of this baggage right and all of this debt you know what I'm saying it's so, like what's important to you What's your value? Yeah, exactly. And and it's just not fair to the other person when you kind of take that into the relationship. And I'm not saying that you got to have all of your student loans and stuff like that paid off. I'm not saying that because that, some, for some people that's just not possible right now, right. especially in 2018. But at least have yourself on a payment plan or have them in good standing. Don't take, any, don't take anything into the relationship that could cause a levy against the bank account. Exactly. <laughs> and team and teamwork make the dream work anyways. You yes, know? And it just, absolutely does. And just being transparent with your counterpart is 
it can take you so far, like so far. Yes. I feel like that's very yes. vital in any healthy relationship. So that's gotta be exactly. That's good that the couple has come to you and they're both reading each other's credit report because you know. I take care of my dad right now because my dad mm-hmm. has a dementia. And so, okay. you know, with my father having dementia, it's kind of like I'm doing my own blueprint of trying to figure out, you know, what's going on with his credit. How did he get here? You know, because you can't ask him the questions because he doesn't rem- remember. So it's like yeah. these are the type of conversations that we need to have with our family. So we know what their credit state is before they pass away and things like that. So creditors are taking money that's not theirs and things like that. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because your money may go to probate because you didn't have a will intact in or something like that. So, you know, just knowing their back history and so many people don't talk about it because they feel like, like, oh, that's my private information. Yeah, it's your private information until you die. And then once you die, then the Aretha. family. <laughs> exactly. Look at Aretha Franklin. She ain't even had a will. $80 million. Gone. That's crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How, how you going to let all that wealth just fall below? Go go to the courts. <laughs> how you just go? Go probate? <laughs> you know what? You just you just went into the parking and said, here you go, court. Like, No. Yeah. We have to do better as a people. Like, we just have to do better. You know, I just want my people to be great. So, you know, this is why we have this finance tea. And we have you (laughs) to give us this credit history and to let us know what we need to do to get our credit jump started. So, if I'm feeling defeated, I'm just going to go to your page. I'm just going to look at everything (laughs) and see what I can do to get my credit together. And if there's anything or anybody that needs like really any type of credit like if you want to jump start your credit or you just want to know about how to get your credit to the next level hit wanna is there anything that you wanted to recap on Juan about fixing your credit or reaching out to you or ways that they can connect with you um yeah you can definitely um as Paris said you can definitely reach out to me at shady credit on my website wanthecreditdoc um, dot com, but I think the the main thing that I would would like to recap on is just first of all, this has been an awesome conversation. I've really enjoyed myself. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, yeah, but just people like that are listening truly understand that credit is not just a, it's more than just a score. Okay, it, and, and I just I know it's a cheesy little thing, but if you start saying that to yourself. And, if, and you really have to understand that it's more than, you have to have a relationship with your credit. You have to really kind of understand that this is your gateway, this is your reputation. And no matter where your situation is now, you know, like I said, I've, I've had the bankruptcies, I've had the wage garnishments, I've had those things happen to me. There's a way out. Um, I think we've hit some best, we've hit some great topics today related to relationships, um, you know, and you know, keep, you know, young adults, and we just hit on so many different things today. I think that understanding that credit is just, it's your reputation. There's always a way out. Please read your rep, your credit reports. And parents, you can definitely make sure to start to try to build your kids up so that they don't go out into adulthood just blind. Please just talk to your kids. You know, I think it was amazing that you indicated that you're a, uh, 
your niece or, or your nephew has the credit education in school. I wish that we had that stuff all over the country. I really do. Um, yeah, you can get a hold of me, like I said, my website. And um, I just really appreciate you having me. You're welcome. And so if you guys want to find Juan, his IG handle again is at Shady Credit. And if you need me to repeat it again, because I want y'all to get y'all credit together, okay? Like, in 2018, y'all need to own this credit. Like, y'all, for real, yeah. we need to get our credit all the way together. Like, Trump is our yeah. president, so we need to get our credit together. Like, we need to be... <laughs> we need to be all the way together as a people. Like, we need to be together, okay? So, I'm going to repeat this for y'all one more time because y'all probably didn't even catch that, okay? So y'all need to find Juan on Instagram at Shady Credit, okay? And if you guys want to find me, you can find me at Finance T. And if you love what you hear today, go ahead and click that subscribe button. And as always, I'll always be serving you guys tea with the works. And you guys have a great day.